Hey, this is Justin Sinceri, licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken. I got an email from Catherine. She reached out and is sharing something that helps her to ground herself and get some energy out. And I thought it was worth sharing with all of you. And I would invite all of you, if you have something that grounds yourself or brings you to the present moment, please share with me so I can potentially share it with everyone listening. Catherine says, I'm writing in because I made up this game that you can play by yourself to work through moments of dysregulation. It feels like a reset button. I've tried it a couple times and it helped me climb the ladder. It is ridiculously simple. So she has four steps. And the first step is freeze like a deer in the headlights. Get still, let the body and breath tighten. Like that scene in Jurassic Park where the kids are in the kitchen. That, that scene is so tense. This is me interjecting here. That scene is so, I remember watching them as a kid. It was a very, very intense scene. And when I think about it now, I know exactly what she's talking about. It is very tense. So uh, like that scene in Jurassic Park where the kids are in the kitchen and the velociraptor is tapping its toenail on the floor. Ooh, I remember that. And about to enter. Only need to do this for about 10 to 15 seconds. So Catherine recommends freezing like a deer in the headlights or like the kids in the kitchen for about 10 to 15 seconds, really tightening up and uh, make, purposely making your breath tighten. Step two, she says, start running around your apartment, house, or kitchen in circles. Look behind you. It's chasing you, whatever it is. This makes me think of uh, Peter Levine's uh, Nancy example where uh, the tiger, he tells Nancy while she's in this sort of panicky, tight state that a tiger is chasing her. And so this makes me think of that. Continuing, she says, look behind you, it's chasing you, whatever it is. Change directions, turn the other way, try very hard not to run into a wall, door, or hurt yourself. Yeah, that's important. And do this for as long as you want, maybe 30 seconds. So step one is freeze. Step two is to start running. And please be careful, yes. And her step three here is to stop and turn and face it. Start air punching, air kicking, air slapping, whatever physical movement that might swat a fly or other opponent. Don't know how to punch? Don't have a lot of strength? Doesn't matter. You're winning and it's working. Keep fighting until you feel like you're ready to for a shift. With number three, what I would say here is it, there's a difference between feeling like you got some energy discharge and just tiring yourself out. So just notice in your body, am I tired? Like I'm just worn out now? Or am I really feeling like, oh, I feel lighter or my breathing did change or I am ready for some sort of connection or actual stillness where I can be in the present moment. So really just kind of gauge, am I in the present moment more or less than when I started? And then step four that she brings up uh, is victory. Raise your arms and eyes to the ceiling or sky. I like the idea of the sky a lot. Raise your arms and eyes to the ceiling or sky. Or if you're, I guess if you're indoors, you could also imagine uh, sky. She says, you did it. You're amazing. You conquered it. Feel that charge running through your body, knowing that you're safe and did a great job getting yourself there. Do whatever movements feel good for the body. Maybe some bows or curtsies. Maybe a victory lap. Let that moment sink in that you just ran around your apartment like a lunatic. How silly you must feel. What a strange thing to do. And no one will ever know but you. I want to really highlight in this last part that it's playful. It's noticing, actually it starts off before number one, it's, it's noticing when you're in more of a panicky state. Now, actually, I'd recommend doing this before you're in a panicky state just to practice it, just to practice being in the present moment. I think it's really important. I want to point out here, number four, this is all about having fun. This is about noticing when you're in that panicky state or about to get there and then handling it instead of panic 
and fear to handle it with fun and creativity and really being in the present moment. I know it's not easy. That's why we want to practice this before and also practice maybe when there's a mild, a mild freeze or panic going on. Uh, but this is about being playful and you can do it alone. It sounds like, uh, but she also adds to this that it can be done in a group. So she goes on to say the few times I've tried. Oh, actually before, sorry, before I go even further, uh, her sequencing, if that one, two, three, four works for you, do it. I would recommend uh, switching up two and three. So if you're in a very dorsal shutdown place or maybe in a panicky place, it might be a physical upper body thing first and then running with your arms next, but you do whatever feels right for you. But think about it this way. If someone is immobilizing you while you're sympathetically charged, you may not be able to run away. First, you have to push back with your arms. You have to get them off of you. You have to punch. And then once you have the ability to run away, once you have the space to run away, then you run away. So I would recommend maybe switching that up or at least trying it out and seeing how it feels. And if you prefer to free, to do the freeze deer thing and then run, then do that. But mix these up um, and see how it feels. All right, so she goes on to say, the few times I tried this, I was in a panic or anxious state. And that makes sense. So panicky and anxious, that makes sense that there's a high level of flight energy there. A rage would probably be more that high level of fight energy. So it makes sense to go from panic or anxious into that uh, running. But she says, the last time I tried this, I had been trying to go to sleep after having read an email that triggered an old traumatic memory. I was like, I will play my game again. Turned on the light, got out of bed, did the whole circuit. I, I really like this because so many of us, if uh, if you have issues with sleeping, you just lay there and you wait and you get mad at yourself rather than saying, you know what, it's not going to happen. Let me just make the best of this. And this is exactly what Catherine did was she just made the best of it. And she says, I was like, I'll play my game. So she turned the light out, got out of bed. I'm sorry, turned the light on, got out of bed and did the whole circuit. It helped me clear my mind and bring me back to the present. It's probably the physical aspect that helps the most. Yeah, I would, I would say it's the physical aspect, but it's also the fun. Like you're having a good time. You're giving yourself permission to just be in the moment and you're removing the judgment from not being able to sleep. You're removing that anger or whatever you feel towards yourself. So you're taking that away. You're being in the moment and you're being physically mobile. It's probably the physical aspect that helps the most, she says. Possibly also the playful aspect. Oh yeah, there you go. Possibly also the playful aspect of pretending to be scared, chased, and then fight back that may help work up the ladder. Yeah, it's the playfulness. The playfulness is a big part of this, I think. And the pretending. So it's it's taking ownership over, this is how I feel. Rather than being a victim to it or giving into it, I'm going to step up. I am going to take control of this and I'm going to pretend and have fun. And then she says, I haven't tried it from a shutdown state, but I'm curious to try that next time and see what happens. And I would say if you're going from a shutdown state, the first step is probably going to be stillness. To allow yourself to be still and then let the energy return. I do love what she said here. Uh, she said that has not tried shutdown state uh, from shutdown state, but she's curious to try that next time and see what happens. And that's if you come from a place of curiosity, you're already like well on your way. So curiosity, curiosity, curiosity. And that means there is some level of ventral vagal activation already. And not all of us are there, but if you can get, if, the, if the curiosity is there, like right now, if you're listening to this and you're like, eh, yeah, I might try that. That's curiosity. You're well on your way. That's a huge first step in the right direction. And then uh, Catherine wraps it up and says, I'm part of a small improv group. There's about five or six of us. 
They are a new group for me. I've only done about six or so meetups with them. I showed them this game and we played it together. It was silly and fun to do with a group. I think of it as a polyvagal themed improv game. So not only, so she said by herself at, at the beginning, but then also incorporating this into a group and the benefit there is the co-regulation. You're with safe people who are encouraging you. They're supportive. They're probably giving you smiles. They're joining you in your polyvagal state. They're joining you in your autonomic state, but anchored in probably their safe and social system. Otherwise, you just have a whole bunch of people who are like in a free state and just that's like a snowball thing. We don't want that. But if you have people who are saying, hey, let's practice this together. We're in a good place. We support each other. We love each other. We want the best for each other. Let's practice this together. You're set. Like that, that's you're able to then practice these things through play and to build your the probably build the strength of your vagal break through all this. So the co-regulation aspect that she's bringing up here, just the best. So we've got curiosity, we've got co-regulation, we got play, we got movement, we got being in the present moment. There's so many good things just from this simple exercise that she is teaching us. And she wraps it up by saying, I recommend you try this game. And if you like it or think it might be helpful to share it. And so here I am, I'm sharing it. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you so much for um, giving this, this little gift, this present moment present to all of us. And listener, dear listener, if you have something that really like works for you, that you really enjoy, that you find helps you to come to the present moment. If you have a present moment present for all of us, please share it with me. And I might share it with everybody else, depending on what it is. And, but yeah, and I'll give my thoughts on it as well if, it, if I think it's helpful. But share with me, send me an email, justinlmft at gmail.com and I may share it with the Polyvagal Nerd audience. Thank you, Catherine, and thank you, dear listener, for listening. If you must have absolutely more Polyvagal podcast content or Polyvagal information, I have a whole separate Polyvagal patrons podcast that is only available to $5 patrons on Patreon. And there's hours and hours and hours worth of more polyvagal information on the Polyvagal Patrons podcast. And I love that you can actually take the, you don't have to listen to it on Patreon. You can, you, it gives you a custom, it's called an RSS feed. And you put that into your favorite podcast player and you can listen to those episodes, those mini episodes right alongside this mini episode. So it's fantastic. Uh, 